think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. But we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. Sassy. Yes, my love. So I'm newly married, as we know. Yay. Mm, I, like God. Being, I like being married. It's oh, I love matrimony. I, I just, it works for me. Or it, long-term relationship if you don't really want. Though, I, I like the legal binding I like, after dealing with James, let me tell you. Those of you who are like, no, I don't want to get married because I want That's fine. You don't have to do a religious ceremony, but get that legal paper. You want to know why? Because you want to be the wife or the husband and have all the decisions. Because when James yeah. died, guess what? I got to make all the decisions. Yeah, and if she had not, then in the state of Virginia, we don't have, uh, what's that seven-year thing? Um, the Yeah, the whatever marriage thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Legal you know, marriage or something. Yeah. yeah, if you've been together for seven years and they consider it legally married, they don't do that in Virginia. No. So, so it's really important just legally, plus the tax benefits typically. So that's, but you do you, boo. We're the spapreneurs. I'm Ramona Rice Grimmel. Lynn Graves. Yes. And we are talking about marriage today, actually, because I think it's an important topic. It is an important topic because you're not doing business by yourself. I mean, whether they're part of the business or not, you're not by yourself in doing it. Yeah. If you are married or in a significant domestic partnership, then you have a business partner, whether you want one or not. Mm-hmm. You, you realistically do. So let, let's talk about this. So at de-stress, mom owns 51% of the company. And we- that was deliberately done because I knew that if I needed to be, to, if I needed to really push my point, that they could not override me. That's right. So the other three of us, so Dupa owns a percentage, I own a percentage, and Rachel owns a percentage. Yes. Okay. And Upa owns a more percentage than we Y'all do. Y'all own 10 each, and then he owns the remainder, and which is 29, uh, 29, no, yeah. 30. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, something. 10, 20. No, no he, he 29. owns 29 because I have 51. 51 right. I can do my math. Sure. Um, and you notice we rarely talk about this. I had no idea. Um, I just knew I owned a part of it and I just, you don't worry about it. So with Spotpreneur, I am technically the sole owner of that business yes. under the LLC. I, I am it. Um, Ceci, of course, is my partner in this. I go to her partner for a lot of crime is the way I feel. Yes. But I also go to my husband and talk to him about it because he wants to be an active participant in the business. He is such a control freak. Oh, my God. He is. Okay, I don't know Evan, how we managed to get, get another control freak in this family. One that's worse than us. I'm going to be really honest because Evan probably is going to listen to this at some point. Honey, I love you. <laughs> And I know and he probably doesn't even realize this about himself. Well, no, he he hates it when I point it out to him. But he's one of those. He likes to. This is what he says. He likes to avoid problems before they start. So he feels like if he if he fixes it before there's a problem, then it avoids problems. Control, <laughs> control, Miss <laughs> Janet. But we understand that in we're our the house. same way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm in therapy right now for that issue. No, I'm not even joking. We talk about control more than anything else because guess what? When your husband dies, you realize you have control. Over really nothing. Yeah, you know, the cool thing about getting older is that um, a lot of that tends to go away uh, because age teaches you that I can try to control some things, but you know, other than controlling what I put on in the morning to wear and typical and stuff in like your that. body, yeah, really. <laughs> at that point, you, you just it sometimes the it's universe just sheer dumb luck. brings it at you. 
That's right. So, you know, but when you're a business owner and you have a domestic partnership or a spouse, it can be really tricky because you as the business owner, we've talked about this, on the monarch of that business and you have a vision of that business and you have a plan, you have a roadmap and you're ready to go and you're listening to these two crazy Southern women in their closet yes. go, don't fuck with the money. Okay. Well, that's the thing. Your spouse is not listening to us and does not love us as much as you do. Well, I may not agree with some of the principles that we want you to apply. Yes. I got to tell you, frankly, that Rick and I butt heads all the time still about how to run de-stress. He thinks that I should tier my pricing according to what time people come in. I should have a higher price for the most desired times and a lower price at other times. Well, first of all, that would be a nightmare to set up. Oh my God, that so, would be awful. And second of all, it, it does, it's not conducive to the kind of business we're in. So I flat out have said, no, we're not going to do that. And he's doing that because he comes from a hotel background and that's why hotels run their businesses. Yes. And he's also looking at the money. So, you know, that's his end of it. But see, I'm dealing with everything else. Right. So he's not thinking about the logistics of how do you actually handle that with clients and explaining that to clients. Yeah. Just, I don't even think about it. That's yeah, just, I just, yeah. he, he finally stopped um, uh, trying to get me to do that. One. Right. Because we were just like, no, both of us were like, no. But, you know, it's great to have him along one because he gives the outside perspective that we yes. do need and to a male perspective, which is very, I think, and, and again, he's very intelligent. And he has a very good brain on his shoulders, so it's it's good to always seek wisdom. It is, and that's why you have your mentoring team outside of your business, so that you can get perspectives that really aren't to do with the emotional issues that go on. Of I've got this client, and they and the wife died, and and I'm going to give them free massages. That, those are not the issues that you need to be addressing with your mentoring team. Your mentoring team is to help you say, okay, you're going to put this much back for taxes. You're going to raise your rates up to here because you want to achieve this goal. You're going to try this marketing campaign. Yeah, you know, or you're yeah. you're going to break your lease here because. Because your landlord's not doing you right, and we're going to legally go after that, and you're going to open up in a better location. Yeah. But see, that impacts the household. So, you know, those are things that no matter how much you try to leave it at work, it, it's going to come home with you, especially when you first start doing business. Because it's, I think it's easier, and I'm so glad I actually started Spapreneur when I was a single woman. Because mm -hmm. I didn't really have to answer to a domestic partner per se. I could spend as much time as I wanted to outside of handling the children as I wanted to on the business. Without and she molded it exactly the way she wanted to. She, she did not ask me, other than every now and then she would ask me an opinion. But really, I, I, I never thought she'd get it off the ground this good. So I just sort of ignored her and <laughs> went love, about my own business. I love proving people wrong. That's well, it thing. wasn't even that. I was busy doing other things. You were in your own world. I was taking care of babies and making sure you weren't going to fall apart. Part. Yeah, that's very true. So, so she had the luxury of not having outside people. Now, she did have a business mentor, uh -huh. and and um, I so, had my and, mentorship team, yeah, and, and she I still do. utilized them. So, yeah, and, and I have my business mentorship team that I do, and I talk to mom about them. And some of them are local, some of them are international. One is my favorite, is Chris Ducker. Love him to pieces. Um, I'm kind of sad I'm not going to London this year, but I'm happy you're going to France. Good. I'm yeah. so happy. But yeah, she thought she was going to go at the same time I was going. It's like, oh, hell no. no. we can't do First that. of all, you're not leaving my babies with just any old body. No, 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 no. You stay your ass home. Yeah, we're, plus someone has to watch. The Next show. year we can go to London. I'll watch the babies while we're all in London. Yeah, well, <laughs> honestly, dear Ducker, we're going to send this episode to you. I think you should invite us to speak at Youpreneur. Oh, that would be fun. I think you should. We, we'll say fork. We, we won't we say won't, fuck. No, because he won't, doesn't let you. 
No, he's a family friendly like like All right. podcast. Well, 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 we won't fork even it. we won't even say fork. We'll okay. Just, no, we can't. We even do can that. clean up our language we when we are forced to. We do. It's and if just, we if we slip, we bleep ourselves. We're just like, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. No, but oh. we we would practice for Ducker because <laughs> we love Ducker. Anyway, okay, that's that's beside the point. But yeah, but now that I have a marriage involved, you know, Evan is becoming more and more involved with with Spapreneur. Not so much de stress yet. Um, no, 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 no de-stress. We don't need another person. I got person. enough busybodies in de-stress. Yeah, but that's that's the thing you have to do is when you've decided, okay, I'm going to strike it on my own. And I know a lot of you spoppers do this. You're either working for somebody right now or you're working at the place. And the first thing is, is you have to identify if your spouse is a person that works a nine to five job, they're not going to necessarily understand the appeal of entrepreneurship. Some will, but but a lot of them won't. Right. Because they're looking at, they have a job. So that's the first thing is that when you come home and complaining about certain things and you get frustrated when they don't understand, you have to remember their point of view. They're an employee, not a business mm-hmm. owner. And that's a very different point of view. So that's number one. And it doesn't matter. I know some of you actually have spouses that are in the same field, um, you know, that, that do the same thing you do, but they may work for another place. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And they're not making the decisions that you're having to make. They're not forced into making it. So they're not emotionally invested into the actual business. of Right. So that's number one is you first have to offer them grace and realize what they what they are capable of handling. On this point, I want to we I mentioned this the other day we were being interviewed. um, Mona and I were by another podcaster. And I said this to the gentleman that lead business at, at, at work when you come home and i know we say you live eat and breathe it when you first start but you must turn it off when you pull into the driveway because if you don't then they're going to get frustrated along with you because when you're spouting off and you're talking about all the harder things that are going on they're going to want to try to fix it for you but that's not what you really want you just want to spout off and you can't do that and not expect them not to want to fix it. So unless you really want an answer from your partner of this is a problem, how do I resolve it? Then don't bring it up. Find other things to talk about. Yeah. You know, and what I do, because I work at home um, most of the time with Spapreneur or like, you know, if I'm at de-stress, what I will do is I purposely end my day when I have to pick the kids up. That's when my date work day ends. Yeah, you have to mentally shut it down. Yeah. You really do. And I know, I know that's hard. It's I so do know hard. that's hard. Yeah. But you have to do this unless you've got a partner like Rick. Well, even with Rick, I do not come home and talk about business because I know if I do, he's going to try to resolve it all for me. And then I'm going to get pissed off because right. it's going to be contrary to what I want to do. And mm-hmm. Because he has a different perspective and a different. Cause he I wasn't don't even there. ask Mona. No. And I don't want you to, to be no, honest. No, with you. because she's going to. When I go to Ramona about questions, it is a serious. Okay, Mona, I have this dilemma. And I'm not sure how to get this marketing across. What do you think? So that's when I am asking her true professional advice. But when it comes to family and your friends, it's guys. It's like having a new baby. We've all been there. When someone has a new baby, they live, eat, and breathe this baby for a good reason. But that doesn't mean your friends want to live, eat, and breathe the baby with you. And it would be nice if the friends understood that, but sometimes they're not they going don't. to. They don't. Because it's, it's not overload. Because it's not their baby. And, and and be honest with you, 
as new parents, we've all done this. We overload them with it because we can't. We, what do you mean you don't understand the joy the most, of a new this baby? This is the most incredible thing I've ever you done. You had babies too? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I but those mine. are my babies. And I don't need to hear about your <laughs> so babies. So that's the best analogy I can give you on that one. You know, and, and that's the thing. It can be tricky because when we do something amazing in our business, we get super, super excited. So like um, I can tell now because it's actually going to happen. Um, we are going to be interviewing the founder of Acuity. Which is very exciting. Cutie scheduling system. Um, you know, she saw my eyes go real blank for a moment. Trust me, the spapreneurs know who that is. Okay. It's great for especially solopreneur oh, okay. massage therapists. He designed it for them. So we're actually having him coming on the podcast. Oh, cool. Very exciting. Or Yay. like, or like, and Rebecca Brumfield's coming on. You know, <laughs> yes, exactly. I knew about that one. Yeah, I got all tingly at that yeah. one. So we have great people coming onto the podcast. Well, here's the deal. I can tell certain people that, and they get really excited. But if I tell other people, they're gonna be like. Oh, okay, okay. And you have to not set them up to fail. Yeah. So when you're excited about something, you have to first say, this is really exciting for me. So you need to just go with it. Well, okay. I, okay. A good classic example of this is when I hit the number 15, when I was by myself and I booked 15 in one week, I went home to my husband. I went, oh my God, I'm so excited. I finally have 15. I feel like a big girl. That made him excited for me. But he doesn't want to know that I sat around and waited for the phone to ring. And then I had a stupid conversation with the landlord, which, you know, wasn't anything of importance. I, I'm not dragging him down with my problems. Yeah, we're celebrating the wins. problems. But the, even the small wins, we have to celebrate. It's kind of like, yes. you know, people post the baby just walked, the baby just pooped in the potty for the first time, the and baby did this. for them. And, and yeah, post that stuff. Celebrate the little wins, yes. and then post the big wins too. You know, yes. I, you know, as much as you want to. But you also have to don't learn. Whine. Yeah, because that's not what they want to hear. You don't want to hear them whining about the. Because I don't like it when I hear people who work nine to five jobs whine about their job. Because I'm thinking you have no clue. You're just an employee. So shut up. <laughs> it's so funny because I see two sides of it. Employees think that they understand what it takes to run a business. And they never do. And then business owners, this is a very big mistake business owners make. And I learned this in my first year of, of, of running de-stress because I had a friend who did this. She couldn't understand why the employees didn't treat her business as though they owned it. Well, they didn't know. That's right. They were employees. And that is something you have to accept as a business owner. The employees will never love it as much no. as you do. Because if they do, they're going to open their own place. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Let's talk about, though, when you have a situation where you start becoming very successful and you're owning it and you become powerful because that is powerful and that comes with an energy and you bring that home and you're getting more confident and your spouse is at a nine to five job and they're really not thrilled with it. It is a job, not a career, not a love. It's a, a thing that brings in money and they're not understanding and then they start getting resentful and you may or may not notice this mm -hmm. some spouses cannot handle it when you become more successful i don't know a fix for that other than going to counseling yeah so if you're in that situation that's a whole different ball game now you're into some real deep intricate stuff and unfortunately, that's a lot of what happened with Ramona's father and I. He's a good man. He's a wonderful father. He just, he's not a high achiever. And as I got older in my 20s, I realized I am a powerful woman. I am a high achiever. I don't want to be lower income. I want to be upper middle come to almost rich. I have goals. And 
And it just made me feel good. He could not keep up. So it started putting this big divide in us. So we could have probably resolved it if we'd gone to counseling. I won't go into all of it because it's just old history. But we didn't. So we went our separate ways. So if you're in that kind of situation, you may want to go to counseling and see if you can work out a compromise in there. It's one of the reasons I say be careful what you bring home with you as far as verbiage. Because your life may seem more exciting than theirs, and you're emphasizing how bad theirs is. Yeah, and and again, it doesn't mean that they they should not be allowed to diminish your love of your business. Yeah, they should. And this is the same true for friends. Because like I've been pretty vocal about that. Kathy and I had to go our separate ways for a long time because she was just miserable in many different ways, and I couldn't. And as much as I wanted to fix her, I couldn't. So I had to divide out and go my own way from her. Right. And, and I'm dealing with that friends now. It's interesting because, you know, I've been doing the whole 30, really cleaning up how I'm eating. I'm losing a lot of weight. Well, now the friends are asking, how are you doing it? And I tell them, they're like, well, I can't do that. And I hate it when someone says that. Yeah, because they haven't decided to do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, yes, you can. You just choose not to. Mm-hmm. You can do, guys, you can do anything for 30 days. Trust me. You can do anything for 30 days if you want to. Um, you know, and I say this all the time. You can do anything you want to. You have to make the choice in order to do it. And whether it is, you know, bringing your spouse on board with the business and, and getting them involved. And what I do with Evan is I talk to him about things that I know he will have a strong opinion about and can offer me wise wisdom. Well, and like with Rick, I took what was his strength. Now, now let me be very clear about this. Without Rick, I would not have de-stress. Agreed. Yeah. It was his support and love and encouragement that got me out there. He was the one that said, yeah, go to massage school. I, I think that'd be great for you. And he knew nothing. He never had a massage. So, you know, yeah. he, he loved me enough to push me out there. And he's been very instrumental. But I focused on his strengths of he's so good with numbers. And he's good at at keeping a loving, soft hand on me saying, you really shouldn't spend that much money in this area. Or, weirdly enough, we get towards the end of the year, he's our like, calendar year, and he's, he's like, like, spend the money. Yeah, if you're going to buy anything, buy it now. And so I have a new phone system I want to put in. So I'm already gearing up for that. So find the thing that your spouse or uh, I mean, a significant other, because I don't want to keep saying spouse, yeah. um, or whoever you partnered with, find their strength and let them feel like they're contributing to. Because they want to. The people who truly love you, like my good friend Angie, she adores me she, she truly adores me angie and, is an all-or-nothing friend right and sometimes it can be really tricky for me to manage because she doesn't mean to but she can suck all the energy and she doesn't mean to because she gives so much when you need her she is there yeah, she we, is that we, friend. we would not have made it through james's death or the wedding angie. or the wedding without her i mean seriously like so so when she's there she's there the challenge is, is that she wants you to meet her as equally but it's her expectation so what i have to do is i have to go how can i really contribute and offer that and just limit it to that and just know that you do what you can and then you kind of go, this is all I can do. And accept this is all you can do. And if they can't accept that, that's on them, not you. Same thing with your marriage, guys. Yes. You know, uh, my marriage to my my late husband was at a rocky point when he died. 
And I say this not to disparage him. He was an amazing man. He loved me to death. I was selfish and immature and didn't see that. And it's taken me a lot of counseling, a lot of therapy on my own to do my own work to see now that I'm in my marriage with this amazing man who he adores me. would have yeah. been the perfect stay-at-home dad. The perfect, right. because Ramona was tr- is still tremendously goal-oriented. Jimmy is perfectly, or was perfectly fine saying, okay. I'll see you later. Yeah, go, go have again. fun. Go have fun. <laughs> and and Evan, to some degree, is also the same way. He's yes. like, except he has his own goals, and he's not threatened by your goals. No, he's not at all. He's like, you do you. Yes, I, and he's like, I want you to make more money so I can have my improv theater. I mean. <laughs> exactly what it is so but that's the thing it worse than that so if you're dealing with marriage struggles the first thing is number one a book i recommend is the five love languages by gary chapman it's really important to understand your partner's love language because yeah. if it's active services or um time spent together then you need to honor that and say okay you know from this hour to this hour i need to just shut it off like angie's um love language is time together so i make it a point at least twice a month to make sure i have dinner one-on-one with her because that's yes. important to her but that's treated like an appointment yes you it, know I, it's, it's, it's sacred i these don't these are times set yeah. aside this is my appointment with you that's why it is important I, you know growing up i'll never forget that my stepmother and dad every friday night every friday we had a babysitter and they went out to dinner and maybe a movie or something else every Friday night. That was their time together. It was an appointment. Right. So, so and- like us, Wednesdays, typically, not this Wednesday because it was a little crazy week, but Wednesdays, my father gets the kids. He takes them karate, takes them out to dinner. And Evan and I have dinner by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's... I, so, here's the poop scoop I got last night. Oh. So, the kids are in two different schools. Which is so really Ramona, weird. Yeah. So Ramona has managed to finagle different people in helping her out to get them to these two different schools. So the littlest one, Addison, goes to Paul's house. So I drop her off in the morning first and then I take Anderson and we grab a friend of Addison's actually, take her to middle school. And then that mom picks up Anderson. Okay. So there's yeah. a division of the children going on. Well, we suddenly figure out that Addison is getting fed super duper breakfast by Papa. because And he is a good cook. Uh, I had French toast yesterday. I'm having pancakes today. And poor little Anderson's like, what the hell? That is not fair. I'm not getting anything. <laughs> and then I'm like, you're in middle school. He goes, great. I get to walk to a bunch of classes and carry heavy books around. Woo. So I think we've convinced Papa onto our side and we've given yep. him a task. See, he's good at loving and at being um, a he's caretaker. Not, he's not self-directional. So I have to say, I yes. need, so I have to go to my dad and say, I need these things. But he is great at saying, yes. you need these things, baby, I got you. So last night I mentioned to him, I said, perhaps you might want to get little man something too. And so I bet you, did y'all show up and he had something? No. Oh, I'm going to call Papa out. No, no, no. But Anderson didn't even go in the house. So we, because we had Anderson to go. needs to be going in that house. Uh, Papa Addison. needs jobs. Papa needs jobs. <laughs> yes. There's, there's a rule. So when we first had Anderson, um, you know, this is our first boy. We were like, what do we do with this boy? Oh my God. Because we've only had girls. Oh, I, I just, this kid just undoes me. Yeah. He's, he's, he pretty... is the heartbeat that just keeps me I going. mean, like, you know, I had a really special relationship with my grandmother, your, your mom, yes. though she was challenged. I knew that I was the favorite. <laughs> you think she was challenged? Yes. But I knew, oh. but I knew, sorry, Kevin and Rachel, I was the favorite. 
I really was. There was something a bond. And it, I think it comes with being the first one, but also we had something coming. I think you and Anderson have a very unique bond because one, he's the first, but two, it's just the two of you. You know what it's I mean? It's just so much fun. Yeah. So, um, but little boys need chores. So that's oh, the other yeah. thing. If you've got stuff that you need done in your business and your husband or your spouse can help you, get them to do it. So Evan's helping me put together a YouTube set so I can do a YouTube video. Oh, because, now, yeah. if, you're in a, if you're in a girl-girl relationship, okay, same thing. Yeah, get Girls your need chores. chores. So get them involved in your business. Get them to help you. Um, I help grade Evan's papers. Yes. I don't want to do that, but I do that to support him. And then I'm saying, thank God I'm not a teacher. <laughs> Lord, God, we, we need to pay our teachers like four times as much oh god yes we really do. that's a whole, a whole different, different thing vote people. so so what we're trying to say is figure out where the hiccup is if you're having some hiccups and you're not feeling the support from home you can even go to them and say what can i do to get you to be a part of this yeah you know what can you contribute to one, this? one thing i will say if you're following the profit first system again profit first is where whenever we get an influx into our business of money we take a small portion of that for profit owner's profit which reminds us the business works for us our actual paycheck we put aside money for taxes and then the rest of it goes to business expenses when you take that owner share out every quarter because you're supposed to get every quarter that money you should share with your with your partner. You, you know should what do something DuPont nice. Does? What does DuPont, DuPont do? DuPont will say, I haven't got my allowance lately. Can I have some allowance? So I'll pull a little cash out of my pocket and hand it to them. And it can be that simple. Honey, I know you've been looking at, at that special light for your truck. I put aside some of my tips. Here, go buy it. Yeah. Or again, um, you know, you can, again, at the end of every quarter, we did really well. Let's go out to dinner movie, just us. Let's go do yeah. something fun. Let, let's go see that diehard movie you've been wanting yeah. to see. Let's go to Dave and Buster's and blow stuff up on video game machines. <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. you take, take it, them on I, a I got a great idea from, um, again, I love the podcast Happier by Gretchen Rubin. Um, and one of the things to talk about taking a short trip, taking like an overnight trip, like Evan and I are looking at the calendar going, we want to go to like Raleigh or Richmond, just somewhere really quick, just to get away because that's important to our marriage that we spend that time together because yes, we've is. just been so busy vacations are not for children oh uh, yeah i i had to teach that to her now they moaned and groaned and bitched when they were little we because... went one one year the only time we went was when they went to disney world because she realized like i can't go to disney world without the children <laughs> that that's that's mommy that's mommy um yeah so but vacations are for adults not children leave the children with grandma they will have a grand time they'll have way more fun if grandma's not fun find your aunt or somebody that's gonna have a good time with them yeah or guess what? That's when in summertime you send them to overnight camp. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. I need to start saving up for that again. That was fun when I sent them away <laughs> for a week because they, they have a good time and they yeah, get to they go do. and traipse in the woods. And Addison goes to Girl Scout camp every year. She loves it. Yeah. She comes back. She's singing songs, has weird like inside jokes. And the rest of us are like, oh, God. But that's the thing. They love it. So it's yes. important for you to spend some time. You need to. And also, I'm going to say this. Have some sex with your partner. Yes. Have some good sex with your partner. Yeah, it's funny that you brought that up because one of the biggest issues I faced in the very first year of doing massages is, and, and, and nobody talks about this, is I was touching bodies all day long. So, and I'm a touchy-feely person. So when I would get home, the last thing on my mind would be intimacy with my husband. I, my flesh was inundated with energy from other people. And that's when you talk about grounding. And I had to, after about a year, uh, I forget something happened. It wasn't to do with my husband. Anyway, something came over me and I realized, wow, 
I need to leave it at work. I have to mentally switch my brain as I'm driving down the interstate and say, that is there. Now it's time to be How a did wife. you do that? Seriously, I how, don't know. Yeah. I just had to. Well, I, I had to do it several ways. One, I had to refocus on the things that I love so much about him and the things that I love about our home and things that were important to me outside of massage and business because growing the business was very exciting for me. And it was exciting for him, too. But I had to switch it. I just yeah. had to start focusing I, so, so what I do, because again, and those of you who work in your homes, because there are many massage therapists who work out of their homes. What I do is I only do work when they're not there. I really try. It's hard in the summertime where I'll have working hours. Um, but I really try. And I only work in certain parts of the house. And now I've just recently bought a small desk. So I have a designated workspace. We're going we're going to buy her a she shed. Yeah, I need really need a she shed. I love that commercial. Yeah, with the State Farm. Yes. Somebody, hey Cheryl, somebody, somebody burned down my she shed. <laughs> Is it covered? No one burned down your she shed. It was struck by lightning. No, you, 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 you are jealous of my she shed. Yes, you're jealous of my she shed. But, but, but oh, you have to, like, I have to. I owe it to, especially if you have children. You only get so much time with them. Yes. And these are the blink years. and they're going to be gone. And see, here's the thing. I'm at that really weird stage where they still want to hang out with mom and Evan. They still want to hang out with us more than everything. You are 38 and you still want to hang out with me. Well, yeah, because you're awesome. And your daughter, your daughter, your little sister is 33 and still wants to hang out with me. She wants to marry you. She <laughs> keeps trying to find, I keep telling her this, that she keeps looking for Lynn Graves as, oh, as her, God, as her person. That's a wonderful compliment. It's but true God though. help her if she got someone yeah, like me. But, but it's true. So, you know, you have to set the time. So we just went over the holiday challenges going on in the Spopreneur community. And one of the things I talked about this year was calendar blocking. You need to block the priorities in your life, the big rocks. And the big rocks, first off, are your family. Yes. Before your business, before everything. Yes. Your faith and your family. You must have time to worship whatever deity you want to, even if it's just meditating for yourself yes. privately. You must yes. take that time. It's important. Second thing is your family because your children deserve and need your best. Because yep. guess what? If you want to make them high performance functional adults... Yep. You must spend time with them. So right now, I could grow spa manure 10 times as fast as I do right now, but I purposely don't because those babies are more important right now. And let me tell you something. Do your work as a parent when they're young because you don't want the issues that come along with not doing so when they're older. I keep getting calls from teachers saying how polite my children are. You want to know why? You, it does not come from our side of the family. No, no, no. You want to know why? It's because we put the because we started them when they were babies and yeah. saying we don't do this. Well, and they had their daddy's influence from um, up to what they were seven, eight, eight seven, and, eight, yeah. and that influence and their grandmother and we we and karate. Yeah, that's huge. Love karate because basically, I say don't threaten to call me. Threaten to call Sensei Amy. That's right. That's right. right. But that's what I mean. Spend the time. So you have to learn to turn off your work brain. So in the Facebook community this week, I would love to know who is successful at turning off that work brain um, so that we can get tips and tricks for other spapreneurs who are struggling with this because this is something that nobody talks about when you're a business owner. And it's really important. It's funny. I get two people immediately come to mind. I can tell you that I am almost certain they know how to turn it off. One is Erica Olson and the other one is Chicago Beth. Oh, Beth Wade. Yeah. Yeah. I just, in my well, gut, Beth Wade, me, I will tell you, she has now a longer commute because she recently got married and she recently bought a house in the suburbs. She's now the neighborhood witch. It's fantastic. You're basically, <laughs> Beth, you're Samantha Stevens. 
Yay. Yay. Anyway, anyway, without the befuddled husband. Um, but so the idea is, is that she's got this nice long commute and it does come with, cause Beth and Erica have been doing this a long time. They have some wisdom behind them. Yes. So it does take some wisdom. Now, if you are single and this is your only thing, I'm going to tell you something right now. Go take a class somewhere that has nothing to do with massage yeah. or esthetician. Go take pottery or... Go take an or, improv class or I'm about to... Addison and I tonight are taking a crocheting class. Cool. I'm taking... And I signed up for another um, mentor um, um, memoir writing class because it's important for you to have other things outside of your work and your children. Me and Rachel are going to learn how to go and upholster furniture next year. Yes, because I have an ugly chair that needs to be done. I just... It's something I want to learn. Yeah, and I think... And you like doing it. So that's what I mean. And so, we want to learn how to do welding too. We've decided that. Excellent. Fire! I just look. I'll pay for a workshop for the two of you to go play in, <laughs> as long as I get cool stuff. <laughs> see, we're gonna see. We're gonna become Joanna Gaines, whether she likes it or not. We are going to do it without all the kids. Yeah, no, but oh, they're cute. Oh, they are adorable. But, but I'm glad the they're kids. hers. Yes, yes. Anyway, okay. this is the Spotpreneur Podcast. This is episode 64 of the wow, podcast. You got it right. I did. When I'm 64. Okay, don't you remember that song? No. The Beatles. No. When I'm 64. No. No. No, I, I I know. Hey Jude, something. You were born in 1960. I know. I I, I was a monkey's girl. How the hell girl. do I? I was a monkey's girl. Which did you notice? Our wedding song was a monkey song. Yes, yes, it was yes, good. It was good. She makes me laugh. It's a great song. Anyway, this is episode 64 of the podcast. Go on there. And again, we're gonna say this in the next couple episodes. Please, if you haven't, take the time to rate and review us, particularly on Apple Podcasts. It Don't helps make us come out there and beat you up to get this stuff out of you. We will. We will start sending emails. Like yeah. you've never seen because we do I that. I have a system in place. I have your emails. We do have your emails. We will use the demand force system. We will demand the force. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, but go to spotpreneur.com for us. 064 for all of our resources mentioned episodes. And by the way, the website is full of like lots of tidbits and things. I don't think enough people go visit it. Oh, it's really? Very, it's very pretty. Oh, okay. I think so. I get caught up into the Facebook realm. They're yeah, funny. yeah, they are very funny. But you know, and also too, I wish we're probably gonna have to have a session soon before you go to France. Um, coming on to the community calls, so you can say hi to them. Another seven o'clock. We might have to do that soon. We will try. We will try. Anyway, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, nope, nothing I can think of. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to SpaPreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. SpaPreneur.com.